All right, glad you're with us. Write down our toll-free telephone number. It's 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program. I, I'm just going to be blunt. I'm just going to be honest, and I, and and we'll get into more detail into this whole Jeffrey Epstein document dump from yesterday. And I don't know what to think about a lot of it. I just don't. Now, Arthur Idala, who is representing the appeal for uh uh, Ghislaine uh, Maxwell is going to join us later in the program today, but he also has represented Alan Dershowitz. Now, Alan Dershowitz, for the longest time, was listed and accused by by one of the women involved with Jeffrey Epstein of having sexual contact with this woman. He, vig- he just vehemently was denying it publicly again and again and again and threatening to sue and it got to the point where the woman finally recanted and said, I, 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 I think I've made a mistake here in the case of Alan Dershowitz, although that part of the story never gets told. Now, you know, when I see these creepy pictures of either Prince Andrew with their arms around these young women, I mean, like really around them, uh, or, you know, Bill Clinton, how you doing, Hannity? It's good to talk to you. You know, getting a back rub from a girl that looks like she's 22 years old, uh, it just looks creepy to me. Um, about all the other names, I don't know. Uh, we'll get some of the we'll get some of Arthur's take on it later in the program. He knows a lot more about it than, than anybody else. Uh, but it certainly has a horrible look. And th- this guy Jeffrey Epstein was just an enigma. He's an, a mystery to so many people. Nobody knew how he made his money. Nobody knew what he. A lot of people that even I guess hung out with him did not know this side of him to the extent that other people did. I just, you know, how do you know? How do you, when you, when there's an allegation made, how do you know which person is telling the truth? It gets very complicated. Um, yeah, there's certain people off the top of my head that I would think, uh, yeah, this uh, looks really bad. And especially the ones that, you know, have pictures associated with them. Anyway, we'll hit that later in the program. I, I'm, I'm now officially angry at what's happened with, with this president of Harvard, uh, Claudine Gay, and this New York Times letter that she put out and calling this whole thing a campaign that's coordinated these efforts to attack her. Uh, What just happened at Harvard is bigger than me. She explains in all of this. As I depart, I must offer a few words of warning. The campaign against me was more uh, about, well, it was about more than one university and one leader. This was merely a single skirmish in a broader war to unravel public faith and pillars of American society. Campaigns of this kind often start with attacks on education and expertise because, you know, these are the tools that best equip communities to see through propaganda. But such campaigns don't end there. She goes on trusted institutions of all types, public health agencies to news organizations will continue to fall victim to coordinated attempts to undermine their legitimacy and ruin their leaders' credibility. And for the opportunists driving cynicism about our institutions, no single victory or toppled leader exhausts their zeal. You know, and then she, she blasted the ob- obsessive secure, uh, scrutiny of her writing. She's accused of over, what, 50 times, 50 occasions of outright plagiarism which would get any student thrown out of any college in America. Carol Swain, whose work apparently she believes was lifted from her, we had on the program. She didn't like it. 
And then, of course, it's the latest cry of racism. And this ouster here, you know, demands for academic standards, moral decency to, you know, add, add this to the left's, you know, list of racist sins, because in truth, it's just these such demand, these voices of the left that for, forced her resignation. She doesn't take any responsibility at all whatsoever. And then they go on to talk about, you know, something that I, I to this minute can't even wrap my mind around and how plagiarism is a new tool of the conservative right. What the hell is she talking about? What are they all talking about here? You know, but anyway, in a since deleted post on X, anyway, BBC called gay, you know, a casualty of the campus culture. And, you know, another president posting that attacks against Claudine Gay have been unrelenting and the biases are unmasked. You have Cornell West singling out three Jewish people by name, the same figures, the same forces enabling the ethnic cleansing and genocide attacks on Palestinians in Gaza. Bill Ackman, uh, Edward Blum, Lawrence Summers and others pushing out the first black woman president of Harvard. You know, gay herself, racism and continuing to paint herself as a victim. Why is she painting herself as a victim? Why is gay painting herself as a victim here? She wasn't a victim. She failed to cite sources for her work. If there's anything troubling in all of this to me, it's the fact that she got fired, probably in combination of the horrible appearance before Congress and Elise Stefanik, along with the plagiarism charges. Had there not been the plagiarism charges, on top of the poor performance before Congress and the moral relativity that she showed, it depends on the context of whether or not what, what people were doing and saying on Harvard University's campus after the terrorist attacks on October the 7th. Um, I got to tell you something. This, this, this is a little bit scary. And, you know, where are they going to go from here? I don't know. Usual suspects claiming her ouster was a coordinated racist attack. Well, it's not going over very well because that's not why she got fired. It was her answer that got her fired. And if you accused of plagiarism and she admitted that she went back and corrected some of her past work, then excuse me, um, that would get any student at most universities in this country expelled from school for plagiarizing. You're just not allowed to do it. It's got to be your own work. You don't get to go back and revise and extend your remarks as apparently she's claiming that she did. And then we have the example of the media mob. I mean, things get worse there. The Associated Press, well, they didn't commit plagiarism, but they stuck with their tried and true framing this week of this article. And they uh, updated it and about Claudine Gay. And anyway, an article written by AP reporters found that multiple shortcomings in Gay's academic citations and duplicative, duplicative language. And despite the fact that American higher education has long viewed plagiarism as a cardinal skin, the problem here is that it wasn't peers who noticed Gay's violation, but her political foes. Many academics were troubled with the, how the new plagiarism came to light they go on to say, and then they go on to talk about social justice, and then they go on to attack conservatives o- over using plagiarism as a weapon to target innocent people. It's, it, it, she's not a target in this particular case. It, in any way, any shape, any manner, any form. This article, by the way, and this allegation, conservatives, the, the new conservative weapon against college 
uh, campuses is plagiarism. No, most academics actually do their own work or they give attribution to the work of others. Al Sharpton blasted for calling Harvard's president's uh, resignation an attack on every black woman. But anyway, apparently that's what he, he claimed. You know, almost every time Al Sharpton speaks, you got to get angry and you got to say why. And then why the, well, where is all this virulent anti-Semitism coming from? It's pretty unbelievable. Um, all right, so when I came back on Tuesday, I said, anybody that is telling you they know how this year is going to play out politically is just frankly guessing. They're probably just hoping they guess right. Because I don't think anybody at this moment can even tell you that Joe Biden is going to be on the ticket for the Democratic Party. I don't think anybody can say that with any any high degree of confidence. Uh, I think the possibility of Joe Biden being one fall away from being taken off the ticket is very real. One really awful, horrible, cognitive, you know, moment can also raise a lot of eyebrows and it might then inspire the apparatchik that is the Democratic Party, you know, insiders to finally come up with a plan to get Joe replaced. So far, it seems that Joe's been pretty resistant to that. And then there's probably plan B, which is to, you know, leapfrog over Kamala Harris as vice president, who would probably be the natural successor if Joe Biden got off the ticket and look for, you know, person number three. Now, a lot of people have speculated that might end up being Michelle Obama. I've seen no indication at all that she'd be willing to do that or would want to do that. As a matter of fact, my read on her is she probably would want nothing to do with it. You know, then, of course, the issue comes up about Gavin Newsom. Now, the question is, if Gavin Newsom, you know, is their candidate, does he do better than Joe Biden? Well, he's certainly more articulate than Joe Biden. Now, then you have to look at the policies of California and the mass exodus out of California and their recently adopted law, free health care for illegal immigrants and their sanctuary state status and their homeless crisis out of control and the highest taxes in the country. And you got to ask yourself, do you want California to become national policy? But, but, you know, anybody that says they know for certain doesn't know what they're talking about. But the one thing I did predict on Tuesday that will be proven right and we see now, you know, day one of this is Biden is going to go out there and call Donald J. Trump, uh, in his words, not mine, a danger to democracy whose plan is to dismantle the U.S. That'll be his first major campaign speech on January 6th. OK, what did I say they were going to do? They want to talk about Trump, 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 January 6th, January 6th, January 6th. And they want to demagogue the issue of abortion. And then you go back to the normal playbook that every Democrat uses every election year. And that playbook is simply that Republicans are racist and sexist and homophobic and xenophobic and Islamophobic. Now, transphobic, you can add to the list. They want dirty air and water. They want to poison the earth and they want grandma and grandpa to to die eating dog and cat food. That's what it's going to be. That the one thing they don't want to talk about that they can't talk about under any circumstances is Joe Biden's failed record. Now, Republicans rightly and wisely went down to the border yesterday. The border is an unmitigated mess. It is a national security threat. It is a clear and present danger. I've been pointing out 
you know, it seems a little odd on the surface, doesn't it, that you have people showing up from Iran, the number one state sponsor of terror, people showing up from Syria, hundreds and hundreds of them in both those countries. Why are they showing up at a southern border? Why are, you know, Egypt is the home of the Muslim Brotherhood? Why over 3,400 people at, that we know of uh, from Egypt at our southern border? Is it that they want a better life? Do we have to suspect that maybe some people have nefarious intentions? What about Afghanistan? Why are we taking in over 6,000 people unvetted from Afghanistan? That would be the home of Al-Qaeda that made a very specific threat against New York in just the last you know, number of days. And then why are we taking in 12,000 plus from Russia and 26,000 plus from China? China, our number one geopolitical foe, Putin, Russia, number two. Why, are we do, why would we do that? What is the purpose behind that? Why is Joe Biden deciding, why is he consciously making the decision not to enforce the laws of the land? He actually claimed today, well, we need more money to do it. No, because what he inherited was working. And that is what he dismantled. They stopped building the wall. They ended the stay in Mexico policies that were working. And now as a result, you know, eight and a half million illegal, unvetted, illegal Joe Biden immigrants are in the country. Do I think this is going to be a big deal for the election? Yeah, I do. And if one of these illegal immigrants, kind of like the guy with the machete at the Capitol, that was an illegal immigrant that they had released because of Biden leniency, you know, if some terror attack happens by somebody that he allowed into this country, they'll have blood on their hands. They will be responsible for this by not enforcing our law and even worse, aiding and abetting in the law of breaking and giving free health care to and forcing states to provide housing and education and health care. This country with $34 trillion in debt, we can't afford it. Really that simple. Hey, you might want to give your home a new look this year. Now's the time to think about it. With our friends at Blinds.com, you might want custom window treatments, and you can choose from their uh, Roman and woven wood shades, their shutters. What I love, I love their motorized options. You'll love them also. And best of all, it's all 100% online. That's simple, fast, and easy. It's the better way to shop. That means you have no showroom markups. You don't have pushy salespeople that make a commission off of you. Blinds.com, they do it so simply, so easily, and no store beats their prices. Now, you can do the measuring and installation yourself or let Blinds.com handle it all for you. And by the way, no matter how many window covering treatments you get, you only pay one low installation cost, no matter how many. And at Blinds.com, they have free professional design consultants that they'll be there to help you pick the perfect, you know, perfect shade shutters, blinds that you need for your home. They'll ship you free premium samples and... They also have no hidden fees at all. What you see online is what you get. That's simple. And they have the 100% satisfaction guarantee. If you're not happy for any reason, they make it right. Anyway, start the new year off the best way. Go to blinds.com right now. Save up to 45% off site-wide. That's up to 45% off for a limited time when you go to blinds.com.